Hey, hey, it's your girl, Sasha, back with another Say What's Really Real podcast episode. I hope that you guys have been able to stay blessed. If it's your first time tuning in with me, thank you. I hope you hear something that brings you back for more. If it's not your first time listening, welcome back. Welcome back. It's good to have you. So let's jump into it. Today, I want to talk about how we should try to move in those sticky situations, you know, those situations that you cannot control. And I'm just going to give you a couple of rules um, that I feel like would be beneficial to try to follow uh, to the best of your ability. Rule number one, if at all possible, remove yourself and do not return the energy. Let me say that again for the hard-headed folk in the back. If it is at all possible... And it usually is we be out here looking for revenge in my Drake voice. <laughs> but if at all possible, remove yourself and do not return the energy. Yes, I know what you are thinking. This is definitely easier said than done. When we're in the heat of the moment, it's almost like a reflex to just react without putting any thought into that reaction. You know, I often think about like, you know, do you know why you're so quick to react? Like, what's the purpose in it? Like, why? And it's because it's a defense mechanism. Nobody wants to be air quote wrong and air quote, you know, so we must defend ourselves and do so quickly. We got to be quick with a with a comeback. Um, almost like if you ever see people like dragging each other on social media, like they, the responses be mad quick because it's like who can get back at the other person the quickest? Like who can hurt? Whose feelings the best? Like it's weird. It is mad corny. And I'm just I'm just sick of it to be honest, you know. Um, but it's definitely a defense mechanism and it's exactly where we go wrong. Um, we want people that we consider to be our offenders to share the same feelings that we allow them to bring onto us. Um, you know, the most popular quote about hurt people is that hurt people hurt people. And if you really sit and think about that, like it's a short and sweet quote, but it's facts. Like hurt people want other people to feel the same way they feel. Um, just looking for some understanding. And they don't like to see other people happy. So they try to hurt them. And I'm tired of all of the toxic cycles of being unhealthy with one another in regards to like relationship. Or even, you know, with strangers, like, how what you being mean to a stranger for? You don't even know them. You might not ever see them again, like, honestly. So I'm just saying, um, I'm not saying that you should let people disrespect you and then walk away from it. I'm not saying that. Um, but I am saying that there's a way to create a boundary. Um, you know, that's that word that, that our community doesn't really uh, take take kindness for. Um, but it's a word that holds you accountable for your actions, all while holding somebody else accountable for theirs. And I think that's the, the thing that we don't like. We don't like it. We don't like it. We don't like somebody to tell us what our place is with them or what we can't do to them. You know, we think we, we can do whatever we want. And the joke's on us for thinking that. So um, most of the time situations, you know, they blow up and they blow out of proportion and it's due to the response to that situation. So a way that we could combat that, I would say rule number two, would be to learn to extend grace, especially to those people that you feel like do not deserve it. And I know you're probably looking at your, your ear pods right now or like your screen and like, why would she say that? Why am I going to extend grace to somebody that I don't, I don't even like like that? 
Well, here's here's the tea. Let me tell you why. One, because you just don't realize the magnitude of the grace that God has extended to you. Your parents have extended to you. Your friends have extended to you. Your your partner has extended to you. Your teachers have extended to you. Your professors like, you know, you don't go throughout your lifetime being a perfect person. You know, somebody somewhere has had to extend you a little bit of grace so you can get yourself together. You know, we're all works in progress as we've had periods of times where we're just a mess. So somebody somewhere uh, along the lines extended you some grace. Um, so, you know, it's your job to return the favor. And, you know, if you're not there yet on your on your maturity journey, uh, journey or your spiritual journey, um, just think about it in the in the fact that you are human, right? We all are human here, no aliens in the room. You're human and you'll make thousands of mistakes knowingly and unknowingly. By knowingly, I mean that you'll go against your gut feeling. This is what I would call discernment. Um, and the devil really be trying to catch us slipping. Like, just give you a moment of weakness to see if you're going to take the bait. Um, I read this quote, I see it all the time on social media and it just has me die laughing every time I see it. And it'll be like, uh, the devil will bring up certain situations or even God, God will bring you through certain situations multiple times just to see if you're still dumb. Like that is hilarious to me because, because you'll realize like, oh, it's a pattern. I went through this before. All right. Now what decision I'm gonna make this time? If you went left last time, don't go left again. Like, come on now. We're gonna learn from that. We're trying to get better. But I just think that's super funny. So um, with discernment, you know, like I said, the devil, the devil be trying to catch us slipping. And this makes me think uh, back to a few years ago when I used to put everything on Snapchat. You know, back then, Snapchat was what TikTok and Instagram stories is to us right now. And I recently went through my Snapchat camera roll looking for some pictures. And I came across two short videos that I had recorded. And in the video, um, just to give you like some backstory of like what was happening during the time I was recording the video, I had just got off of work um, from a job that was really stressing me out. Like it was stressing me out. My time there was coming up and it, it was it was stressful. Um, it was my late shift day. So I had probably worked like 10 plus hours that day. I had to get there at 730 a.m., um, I was I was dog tired. I was irritated. I was hot. I was sweaty from walking to the parking garage from a few blocks over. And um, my job was downtown. So downtown blocks are different than regular blocks. Let me just say that it was hot. Um, and, you know, I was feeling whatever else you feel after a long day of work. Um, so, yeah, that that's what was going on uh, mentally and physically for me. I had to walk up the stairs of the parking garage to the rooftop because the elevator was broke yet again, yet again. Come on, Baltimore City. So, you know, this added fuel to my fire. I, I was boiling at that point. Not boiling, but I, I was getting there. I take one glance over to my truck, um, you know, all while trying to figure, remember where I parked at. And, you know, now at this point, I'm pissed. Like, I, I'm tight. And looking at my truck, I'm like, okay, is this for real? So when I look over to my truck, a vehicle had parked so close next to me that I could not get into my car from the driver's side. 
And I know what you're thinking, like, girl, just walk around to the passenger side and scoot over. No, ma'am. Could not do that uh, because I parked a little too close to the little the little wall divider. Um, so this was partially my fault, too, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> we're not going to get into that just yet. Um, so I'm just looking at my, my truck like, okay, how, what am I about to do? Like, what is high? I'm ready to get from out of this heat um and to be honest uh, i i wanted some revenge like i'm thinking about how can, how can i get back at this driver because this was dead wrong like why would you do that um so you know i'm i'm six foot 250 plus pounds for reference plus i had on my good work clothes you know almost my church clothes i i i had on my little work uh dress shoes and I just did not want to take the option I knew I would have to, which was a trunk. I did not want to climb through my trunk. So I started, you know, thinking about ways that I could get back at the person next to me. And I'm just going to mention that a few months prior, I had got, uh, I was baptized and I joined a Bible study in a ministry and I'm I'm a, a conscious person at all times. Like I'm thinking about everything we didn't been going over in Bible study and in church. But in this moment, like my brain is like going against all of it. But I'm really trying to practice like discernment and just better decision making as a young adult and now a newly young adult Christian woman. Like I'm trying to I'm trying to do right, walk right, be right. <laughs> but in this moment, I'm tight, right? So I'm like, okay, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? So I decided that I just make the trunk option work because I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get home. Y'all should have seen how dumb I looked wiggling my way over my backseat, dress shoes sliding off as I should be. <laughs> and once I got acclimated in my seat, I turned my AC up as high as it can go. And I took some deep breaths. I just needed a wusa moment. Um, I turned on, uh, before, I, before I pulled out, I pulled out a notepad and a pen and I left a little note that read, it was super rude of you to block me in like that, but be blessed anyways. And I put it on the person's next to me, uh, their windshield, and I left a note. As I, as I rolled home, I couldn't let it go. I started to feel like I was just as much of an asshole as the person that parked beside me because of that stupid note that I left. Um, was it even really that deep? Was it that serious? Like, no, it was not. Um, you know, what if the person next to me was rushing and was late to work and didn't realize that they had blocked me in? You know, why was I taking this so personal and letting it alter my entire mood to that capacity? After blasting my favorite playlist to bump when I'm mad, and I guarantee it was future, <laughs> I was able to calm, come down from my angry slumber. I realized how much energy I had wasted, and I should have just extended grace. Not return the favor, extended grace, and kept it moving. It was never that deep, and to be honest... That person probably never even looked to see how close they were to me. So it was never malicious. They were not out to get me. They did not know me personally. <laughs> it was not that deep. 
I had just let a small situation take over my mental and it wasted the rest of my night. And I just want to say that in this lifetime, our time is so limited. And the older I get, the more younger people I meet. <laughs> the older my godchildren get, it just reminds me that how we spend our time is so important. It's so important not to, to stay stuck in the gray area or the, the area of being so negative about everything. There are some people out there who are just negative Nancys. They can't see the light in anything. You know, my, my goal in life, and I want other people to join in on this, is be the light in the room. Be the light in every room you walk into. Let people feel your positive energy. Even if you're going through things like, you know, one thing I, I know for sure, I know for certain, everybody is going through something. Everybody has a story. Everybody has experienced some sort of trauma. Okay, that is fine. But you can still be a light. Still be a light in the room. You know, just just have that that positive energy that, that kind of draws people to try to do the same, you know. And, you know, I'm just trying to remind y'all again in this lifetime. Our time is limited, especially with the pandemic. You know, I know y'all are sick of hearing about it, but it's still here. Regardless of what the CDC say, it's still here. You know, we've lost loved ones, family members. We've watched people on social media lose people. And just seeing that it is a constant reminder that you're here today and gone tomorrow. So how you spend each day matters. It matters. Especially if you, you don't want to look back on life like, oh, I wasted so much time focused on this or focused on that. Like the years are flying. I don't know what happened in 2020 besides the pandemic. That's how fast it went. And even this year, you know, it's, it's June. It's June. Six months gone. Like just like that. So just be very particular about, you know, the energy that you exude. Um, also the energy that you take in and just try to control the narrative, control the situation to the best of your ability. And if you're not able to set a boundary, work on it a little bit at a time. And before you know it, it'll become second nature and people will know, oh no, I can't do that. Or people will see like, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put that off on her. She's a nice person. You know, he's a nice person. So just wanted to leave those tidbits with you. I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. You know, I would love to ask, you know, is there a time that you can remember where you should have extended grace um, and now you're able to see how much easier it would have been if you did not return the favor? I'd love to hear about it. If you want to, you can email me at swrrpodcast at gmail.com. If you're on Instagram, you can head over to swrrpodcast there. And you can leave a comment under my last post. I'm trying to get more active and engage with you all on there. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you for taking the time out to listen to this episode today. I hope you're able to gain something from it. And I look forward to talking to you guys again. Always remember to continue to say what's really real. Until next time.